across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. All right, this conversation was brought to you by Itala Finance Corporation. And this morning we're speaking to Pearl Bengu, who is the Group Chief Executive at Itala Development Finance Corporation. Their aim is to drive economic development and empowerment whilst remaining financially sustainable. The nature of their business includes business finance, industrial and commercial property development and management, retail banking services, home loan products and insurance services. Uh, Ms. Bengu, good morning to you and thank you for your time today. Uh, good morning, Katie, and good morning to your listeners and happy spring day. <laughs> Happy Spring Day to you too. Um, I, 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 I read just a, a short brief of what it is that Itala does, but perhaps in your own words, for my benefit and the benefit of the rest of our listeners this morning, what is Itala and what is the mandate that you have been given as a development finance corporation? Uh, thank you very much again, Katie. Itala, as Itala Development Finance Corporation Limited. We are a KZN-based development uh, agency, which is looking at uh, the whole province, uh, both on social and economic development. And we have a rich history of about 60 years since we were established. But I think it is important for the listeners and everybody out there to know that we, we are an Italian Development Finance Corporation, which has a DFI, where we have SMEs, to uh, get the loans and get their businesses running uh, with uh, the mandate that is saying we must support them, we must make sure that um, we mobilize finances for them and making sure that uh, they build those sustainable SMEs. And then again, as we tell her, we have a large number of properties in KZN. In fact, we are the second uh, property owner in KZN. So we do own properties as well, a lot of properties in that South Park and retail, you know, um, more. And thirdly, as we tell, we have our soft limited, which is 100% owned by us, which is the banking arm, where you get all the banking services. So that is us in short, and, you know, uh, uh, the banking part was developed in 2001 to make sure that the unbanked are banked, and it's mostly... Situated, our branches are a lot, about 39 branches. They are around KZN mostly in rural areas and in the township. Mm. So in, that's us. In, in, terms, in terms of small businesses, who are you targeting as your primary clients? Our primary clients are small businesses starting from a thousand rent. It's how, how little we give up to, um, in one go, 25 million. So we're targeting. SMEs that are cooperative, people that are tra- trading on the streets, people that want to buy shares, people that, that want to buy franchises. We are well diverse, you know, but uh, we are more because of, of the amount that we give. We know that we are concentrating solely on SMEs and solely uh, we are having a, a focus and a bias in people that are trading in the township as well as in the rural areas. But we do, you know, give people that are trading in town as well. On average, and this would be based on the kind of patterns that you are seeing, what are you finding most small businesses actually need when they come to you? Small businesses, uh, they, they, 
you know, maybe just to be quite frank about it, with a lot of people not having jobs at the moment, you find that a lot of them would really want to venture into business. But, you know, the know-how on how to run a business, you find that it's something that they, they don't really know. So they need to be trained um, of which channel we do. They need to be handheld. They need to be helped with um, the, the, the business plan that is viable and making sure that they do get the market of whatever product that they want to put in the market, whether it's a service, you know, that, that mind to say, then who is going to buy from me? So as Italia, we definitely are doing that. And we have KZM, which really helps most of our clients with the business plan and the market. So we, we, we know that, you know, sometimes you would want to sell something because you know it's good. And, and if you don't think about the viability and the market and how much you really want to get from whatever you are selling, it, 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 it might be a problem. And how you really deal with your finances, uh, we do have a, a partnership with DET uh, at the moment where we, people that want to uh, take loans with us and those that are just SMEs out there in KZN, they can enter uh, to, to, to that. Um, it's not a competition, it's just you just uh, tell us that you want to be part of that and then they are trained. That is a really good uh, training because it's end-to-end. It starts from your finances, your HR, and up to how you run your stock. What is the criteria that you use when you are fun- funding people? Uh, the criteria that we use, uh, it, it, it's very easy for us. Uh, we say, firstly, the affordability, very important. I mean, that's a basic uh, lending criteria. And we say the viability of your business. Because in most cases, we don't really ask for security. But, um, you know, once you show that your business is viable, then we, we do take that. Uh, I think, Casey, uh, maybe just to be clear so that those that bank with each other will understand previously, we used to give a lot of people that wanted to buy funds, then we would know that at least we have your farm in security. But we've moved away. We, our, our, our balance sheet is mostly farmers. But we've moved away from farming. We are looking at other, you know, business industries and ventures. So we do give um, uh, people that want to do any type of business, but it has to show that the, the, the that you can there's affordability, there's um, viability, and there's a market that you are going to 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 serve. Mm. When it comes to, you know, uh, institutions like Itala, oftentimes the kind of feedback that is received from applicants or people who are trying to get finances is that it can be quite difficult for just the ordinary man or woman to get finance from um, some of these institutions and, and people more and more feel that the only way in which they are able to qualify is if they either know somebody on the inside who can help process their applications and, you know, make sure that it's gotten into the right hands or if they are politically networked in individuals. How do you deal with that consistent um, a, a perception, and it doesn't just apply to Italy. It applies to a lot of um, the state-owned and run finance uh, institutions that have been established to assist, whether it's your small businesses uh, or other different types of entrepreneurs. 
Yeah, Katie, I think just to start it's, um, to explain that everyone has got the right to apply and get money from Italia if they want to start a business or if they want to use our properties or whatever, you know. If they're going to SOC, they can apply for home loans, they can apply for car loans. Now, when you apply, whether you are a politician, whether you are an influential person, whether you are a person from the street or someone who's just an ordinary worker like myself, the criteria is very simple. You have to qualify for that loan. You have, you have to have the affordability of the loan. If it's a business, it has to be viable. If it, it, it's not viable, it has, it, it has to be viable. If it's not viable, it's going to be declined. And then you have to have a market as well. The problem that people always find is that as Italia, we are not very strict on security. So, you know, when you go to any other bank, the first thing, if you want a loan, you have to give them security. So you have to show how then, you know, it's going to protect the, the money, the asset that they give you back. So from Italia's point of view, because we are the developmental bank and we want a lot of people to be involved in, 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 in having their own businesses, small businesses, and we know that we're dealing with people that are from townships and that are from rural areas that might not really have that security, you know, that house that you can take as security or anything else or investments that you can take as security. We rely more on who are you going to sell. So what happens is that you find that you want a loan, you want to buy a farm, you want to plant vegetables, then we tell you that who, who is your market. And then we do want assurance. And then we say to you, if Spy is going to buy from you or any other uh, big supermarket is going to buy from you, let us get those takeoff letters. So maybe that's where people get to the difficulty on, you know, while you want to know, so that we assure that the money, we also are protecting our assets. So I think it becomes a bit difficult because we would want just to make sure that, you know, the due diligence and such that, you know, whatever, you know, you are going to do, we assure that from our side and, and how you have presented your your, your your, your business plan, you are going to make money. So I think that's where the problem, I, I've seen people battling with that because they ask them, why must I go there and there? And we always say we definitely want to make sure that you will be able to make money so that every time you have to pay us back. Because I think sometimes if it's a government institution, people think that they don't have to pay back. And I want to emphasize now, anyone owning Italia or anyone who's got a loan or anyone that was are going to give a loan, that loan must be paid off because we yeah. are a pretty uh, institution and we are an SOE as well. And and how do you deal with people that don't pay you back? Uh, we, we we hand them over to legal like um, any other institution. But before we do that, we assess their businesses. For instance, uh, Casey, whilst we are on the topic, we have quite a number of farmers that have been battling since uh, drought. And we have said now uh, with those farmers, we have to do a full assessment just to help them before we even you know, try and, and go to uh, the legal route where the farm will be taken back to Italia or will be sold to the highest bidder so that we get our own money. 
We said we are going to assess those funds, uh, make sure that uh, those farmers are able to diversify whatever they do in the farming, whether they go into agro-processing of some bit and see if they can um, be helped, you know, to rehabilitate them so that they can make money again. So we do have um, some part of us in like a post-investment, we call it a post-investment part of of our work, where we try and help the clients first before we we actually hand them over to to our legal. So that that of the farmers is something that we have a partnership with the Department of Agriculture, as well as uh, the the, the Economic Development uh, Department that we fall under as Italia. So we are working around those, and all the other clients is the same. Let's talk about, yeah, sorry to come in there. Let's talk about um, the last couple of months and in KZN, of course, um, that province being hard hit by the unrest that unfolded in, in July. What has been the impact of that on your clients? You you told us about being, I believe, this the second highest property owner in, in, in the province, if, if I'm not mistaken. So you must have taken quite a knock then. Yes, Katie, the impact of civil unrest has been very devastating for us as Italia and our clients, especially our tenants. Um, Out of all our properties, we had about 427 Italia factories and shops uh, uh, that were damaged, and some of them were completely burned down. And this has affected about 316 tenants in a total and and a number of, of our business. Uh, finance clients. So we have been hit hard. If you look at Italian properties, we are looking at the industrial parks that are very good, which is Itebe, Matateni, and Ezateni. And in Matateni alone, five factories were burned down. So we have to rebuild those factories. And in most areas in the region, under our shopping center, we, we get, you know, the very first shopping center that was burnt in a show is owned by Italia, where they, they burnt um, shop rights. It's Italia, the one in Guamashu where shop right was bent as well as Italia. So we had quite a number of our, our properties that were affected. Uh, luckily, most of them have been fixed where they, uh, there was no burning down or whatever, just uh, the looting and the classes that needed to be fixed. But mostly, I must say, they, unfortunately, those properties that were severely impacted, especially those that are bent down, we're going to take a long time to be able to to help them to, to build them again. But we are helping those clients, especially in Matadeni, because it's a very critical um, industry mm-hmm. in South Africa. It's mostly, uh, I must say, all five of them are under clothing and textile. And they have these big contracts with uh, big um, uh, uh, shops out there. So we are helping them to get an alternate accommodation because... Remember, we we still under Sastra ourselves. We have made our claim under Sastra, which might take very long. So once we we get uh, them uh, alternative accommodation, and we will start building. But Keta must mention that we have DTIC in the province, which is really, really helpful. helpful. They are here. They've been here for the past two weeks. They are DDG, Tani Klassen has been here with the whole team and they are making sure that whatever they have is released under the TIC, 
they are helping our clients with uh, the forms to fill in so that they can claim, uh, so that they can get back uh, and work. We also, from our side, we're considering that um, we know that for those months that are not trading, we have to give them some payment holidays and make sure that um, we help them again to, to, to go back on their feet. We're in conversation with Pil Bengu, who is the CEO, the Group Chief Executive uh, at Itala Development Finance. I'll be taking uh, your calls on 011714-2006 if there's specific issues you would like to engage on. And, of course, those WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. Let me go to the WhatsApp line. Uh, some questions coming through for you. So I'll just play the WhatsApp voice note and then you can respond after. I'll see. Thanks for the guest, Bulu from Eastern Cape. But Zulu from KZN, and um, I'm looking to start a business in KZN towards the end of the year. Can you ask the guest from for me? Will they be able to assist me if I do get a market, but need assistance with finance to ensure that the orders that that I have, I can be able to supply more, especially because. Uh, the type of business I want to go into will require a lot when it comes to packaging as well as um, distribution, delivery to, to particular retailers, um, as well as the, the, the opportunity to, to expand the capacity will solely rely on capital. Um, so will they be able to assist me if I am able to get um, a, um, a, an opportunity to, to supply? Ms. Bengu? Uh, Ms. Kathy, I'm checking the business is going to be uh, in KZN, uh, not in the Eastern Cape, because uh, we are KZN based. Um, we definitely will be able to assist uh, him. He would have just to come and do a proper application. Uh, he can start now maybe uh, sending some re- uh, uh, requests so that uh, he would get all the requirements that are needed for the application, we will definitely be able to help him. And we, we can even help him mm-hmm. in one of our properties. If it's, it's a manufacturing business, uh, we do have a space, or if it's a retail business, we can help him even to occupy one of our, our, our retail outlets. What do you find are often the challenges that businesses have um, when it comes to this process? I think just so that those who maybe have applied before or are thinking of applying, keep that in mind. I find, you know, Kate, I find with the people that have already had contracts, it's very easy because you already know, you know, when you do your cash focusing, you already know how much the person is going to get and how much the repayment and the overhead. But where people don't have contracts, sometimes, you know, you don't really have to have a contract, you know, for you to start a business. But it has to start smaller if you don't have a contract so that as you get more contracts in, in the market. It's like when you introduce a product, you have to introduce it, you know, and you have to be mindful that you don't know how the market is going to accept your service or your product. So that part has to, you know, be clear. But but we are open to it. You know, you, you come to us, you know, the young people have said, now we've been coming to say, I want to to establish a certain app. You know, it's something that we know that a lot of people are using apps. And say so you, you have to calculate the risk and say, well, every time I will take this risk, we'll definitely do this because, you know, 
that's where, you know, the, the life is going, you know, uh, uh, some COVID and whatever. You need more apps, you need to be more online and all of that. But I think uh, people that don't really have contracts and don't have a clear market of where they are going to sell their product, that's where the problem is. Because uh, whilst we don't have security, as I've said, we have to know that at least we are sure that there are areas where you are going to sell. You know, even if you, you don't know, sometimes you, you sell um, bread or you, go, you want a bakery, you, you know that the community is about 100 people, but if it's 500 people, you know that you're going to make more money. Those are simple calculations that we will sit down and do with you. So, Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on to the show today, Ms. Pearl Bengu, the chief, the group chief executive at Itala Development Finance Corporation. And this uh, interview, of course, has been brought to you by Itala. We're edging towards 11 o'clock. On the other side of this, we're in conversation with Professor Mosamo Shabela. He'll be taking all of your COVID-19 related questions, especially if you want to know about the new variant, what it means for you, the vaccine. Uh, in terms, in the context of the new variant, perhaps you have uh, concerns about the efficacy of the vaccines. Professor Moshabela is the right person to answer uh, those questions. That's coming up after 11 o'clock. For now, let me take you over to Luyanda Maume.